Welcome to the Tiger for Life podcast, where we'll hear stories from Washingtonians from their favorite food at Waltz or the CAF to their favorite Tiger Tunes shows and professors. We'll also find out what they've been up to outside the famed Washita bubble. I'm your host, John Merriman, Washita's Director of Alumni Relations. Oh, I'd love to be an Oscar Mayer wiener. That is what I truly like to be. Because if I were an Oscar Mayer wiener, everyone would be in love with me. Oh, I'm glad I'm not- If you love fun podcasts, this one's a wiener. Today on the Tiger for Life podcast, we catch up with 2019 grad Callie Polk. After teaching elementary school in North Carolina for two years, Callie was one of 4,000 people to apply to be a hot dogger driving the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile around the country for a year. Only 12 people are picked each year, and Callie was chosen. Callie shares what it's like to travel the country in a giant hot dog, what she's learned delivering miles of smiles along the hot dog highway, and her favorite memories at Washita, like the annual Thanksgiving meal in the calf, e-outings with friends, and memories made on Conebottom's lawn. All right, Callie Polk, welcome to the Tiger for Life podcast. Hello, thanks for having me. Or should I say, thanks for having me. <laughs> yes, I think all of the puns are so fun. When you signed your email, Frank's a lot, it really made me smile. <laughs> yeah, I have buns of them, so be ready. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> So, yeah, so excited for you to uh, join us today, broadcasting live from the uh, Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. So fun. Uh, So, yeah, thanks for doing this. I know you're on the road today, right? Traveling around the country. We are. We have about a nine hour drive to Madison, Wisconsin today. So we go to a new city every single week and Madison is our market for the upcoming week. Very fun. So is is your whole year planned, like where you're going and all of that, or does it kind of get done in stages? Yeah, we know about three to four weeks out what our schedule is. And so I know next week we'll be in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and then Minneapolis. We get to go home for Thanksgiving and then Springfield, Illinois. So that's about as far as I know. Okay, that's fun. Yeah, what a fun opportunity. Yeah, exactly. It's fun. The unknown's a little scary, but also it's part of the job and it's fun to be flexible with it. That's awesome. So yeah, I know you graduated from Washington in 2019, right? Yes, sir. So what have you been up to, you know, prior to your super fun job you have now? What have you done since graduation? What's life been like? Yeah, so I graduated post or pre-COVID. So that is very exciting for me, I guess. Um, But I went straight into teaching in North Carolina. So I joined Teach for America. And if you're not familiar with that, it places teachers in high need areas. And so my placement was Rocky Mountain, North Carolina. And I taught first grade for the past two years. And so it was crazy. My first year was cut short by the pandemic. And then the second year was mostly online learning, online teaching. Um, But it was still a lot of fun with those kiddos, you know, teaching six-year-olds, how can you not smile every day with them? Um, So definitely a fun time. I miss them a lot. And I still get to FaceTime some of my students from the Wienermobile. So that's really fun. They're like, oh my gosh, Miss Polk drives a big hot dog. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Now, is teaching something you think you'll go back to after this year assignment? Yeah, I definitely have a passion for it. And I loved my two years. Um, I don't know. This job has opened me up to a lot of different opportunities. And so I know that I want to work for kids for sure. Um, but I also am getting my master's in school counseling right now. And so I'm almost finished with that. And that's an end goal. What it looks like next year, I'm not totally sure. But I just know I want to work with kids in some capacity. 
Awesome. Um, how did you hear about the Wienermobile opportunity? Was it just uh, something that like came across Facebook or how did you learn about it? And uh, kind of what excited you about, you know, being one of the people to interview for this? Yeah. So it was January day. I got home from school and I was scrolling Facebook and I saw an ad to be a Wienermobile driver. And at first I thought it was a joke. You know, you see a giant hot dog and you're like, oh, that would be funny. Um, but the more I looked into it and the more I saw that it was a real position, I was like, this would be incredible. Like, this is very on brand for me driving a huge vehicle across the country that's kind of nostalgic and a novelty vehicle. Um, so I applied. I made a funny cover letter full, full with puns. And I kind of just set my name out there, not really expecting anything. It's like a shot in the dark. And then one day it was on my, I was on my teaching break. I got an email saying I was invited to like the info session and I lost my mind. I was like, there's no way. Like, I was so excited. Um, not really thinking, you know, I was like, oh, there's so many people. Like, I know I'm cool, but I don't know if I'm that cool. Um, but I kept getting invited to interview round after interview round. And the final interview process was a day long, nine to five on Zoom. Um, I was like, this is crazy. Everyone I met was super awesome, super cool. And I just crossed my fingers, hope for the best. And then about a week later, I got a call from my boss, Ed. and was like, there were so many great people. And I like prepared myself. I was like, okay, yeah, I know. I know there was. Um, and then he said, you're one of them. And I like lost my mind. And it was incredible. And so it was shot in the dark. There was about 4,000 applicants and only 12 get chosen a year. So I'm a very, very lucky dog to be here. <laughs> well, I saw an article online that it's harder to get the Wienermobile job than to get into Harvard. So uh, there's yeah. just not very many of these positions. So that's kind of no, it's funny. It's funny you say that. One of my best friends actually got into Harvard grad school this year and her mom was just so excited for her. But then she heard that I got into the Wienermobile and she was like, Callie, oh my gosh. I was like, oh no, no, Bethany is very important too. <laughs> but it was just funny. So um, when did you meet your, your traveling partner there? Was that just at the like training time? Like how long have you guys known each other? Yeah. So all 12 of us met for the first time uh, in hot dog high is our training that we call. Um, we had gotten our partner assignments before that, like a week before an email. So we kind of knew who we were with, um, but it was basically like an arranged marriage. You're like, okay, you're going to be with this person for this long. You don't know them, but it's going to be great. Yeah, it's a lot of time on the road to get to know each other. So I feel like we know everything there is to know. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of awesome. I, it looked like they recruit some at different colleges, some bigger state mm -hmm. schools. And I think you might be the first Washtaw alum to have this opportunity. So that's a lot of fun. I am. And if I'm not mistaken, I'm the first Arkansas person ever to do it as well. So it's pretty exciting. That's amazing. Yeah, you kind of have to be looking for it when they're not going, you know, to Arkansas exactly. schools to recruit. So that's awesome. Um, so what has it been like so far? You're about four months in what's mm -hmm. traveling on a giant hot dog been like for you? <laughs> yeah, it's every day is different. And that's what I love about the job. Um, like I kind of mentioned earlier, we go to a new city every single week. And so Mondays are normally our drive days. This week's a little different. Um, Tuesday, Wednesdays are off days. And then Thursday through Sunday, we're doing different events. And so that's been a lot of fun. The events are always different. We've had some crazy ones, like there was a dog mayor's birthday party in Empire, Colorado, which is absolutely wild. Um, to just grocery stores, that's fun too. So life is just always different, always changing, but people are always excited to see the Wienermobile. Um, this is like the one job where whose pure goal is just to make people happy. 
And so that's a really fun job to have, especially in like times like these where people need that joy all the time. Yeah. I saw a lot of posts in the Little Rock tour that just wrapped up, mm-hmm. I guess, in October. Lots of people posting about it. So that's really fun. Yeah. And I got to see some former Wash classmates. So that was really awesome, too. Very fun. Uh, so I know there's, you know, so many different kinds of stops on your tour, but um, tell me about like a typical stop on a tour. Like, what do you, how do you interact with kids? What happens when uh, you're at a school or at a, at a grocery store? Tell us about a typical stop. Yeah. So whenever we go to an event, we'll normally set up a tent, we'll set up a table and a different sandwich board to history about the Wienermobile. Um, it's really just an invitational interactive experience for people to come see the Wienermobile Often they are able to walk inside, check it out, sit in one of these back seats that I'm in currently, um, take any pictures. But the Wienermobile itself has been around for 85 years. And so people of all generations are just super excited to see it, take pictures with it. Um, and of course, when they see us, they get the iconic Wiener whistle. And that's one of our biggest you know, claim to fame. When you see the Wienermobile, you get a Wiener whistle. Um, sometimes we have stickers, postcards, all that good stuff too. Like I said, generations all know about it. So it's really fun to hear those. I remember when stories from, you know, people back in the fifties. So I hear that there's no actual like cooking on board a Wienermobile. So are there ever events where you are grilling or people are grilling around it? Are there ever like hot dog events? Like, what does that look like? Yeah, so that is the number one misconception about the Wienermobile. So we do pull up and we hear that question a lot. Where are the hot dogs? And I just like to say we are a giant hot dog. Um, But sometimes when we're at retail events, the meat department will come out with a grill and cook hot dogs and serve that, serve them, which is really fun. Uh, We were at Hertz Donuts this past weekend and they made a dog nut. So a hot dog inside a donut bun. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. Um, so sometimes it's really fun when the event can do the hot dogs. It gets more people to come check it out. And it helps us with that question, where are the hot dogs? Um, but our, we're just a big brand and vehicle, basically, to make people smile. So that is the number one misconception. Yeah, that's fun. I also liked how you could kind of make it different. Like it wasn't, it's not just the same all the time. You did like different Halloween costumes and stuff. What are all, how do you, oh, yeah. how do you make it different? Like, is it like vinyl you put on there? Or like, how do you make it kind of different for the different seasons and things? Oh yeah, we had a lot of fun this week. Um, Halloweener week was incredible. <laughs> so we made our vehicles called Big Bun. There are six total, all have different fun names. So Big Bun is ours. Um, and this week we turned her into Shrek. We turned her into a vampire bride, a dog, a pumpkin. We used tape on the back, electrical tape, works wonders. Uh, we had a lot of people say, did you guys put paint on there? <laughs> we were like, no, no, it's tape. Um, but that is really fun. And we have a lot of cool ideas for Thanksgiving and Christmas too. So be watching what Big Bun looks like in the future. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I love that. I love that you can kind of have some creativity and do some fun, different things too. That's fun. Definitely. Uh, what's been your favorite part so far of uh, this journey? Yeah, that's tough. I was thinking about that and I was like, this has been the most incredible for five, almost five months of my life, um, just because every day is different. Uh, but I have to say my very favorite part is going places that I never thought I would go. And so that's also leads into like one thing I learned about this job is that every single place has something really special about it. And so the places that might be overlooked 
like the middle of Iowa, for example, you might just think of it as corn. Um, it has great people there. It has great people. There's always something you can find to do, always find the silver lining in it. And that's kind of been my favorite part. So I am in the central region. So that means a lot of my cities are, you know, not the most glamorous and that's okay. But it's kind of fun for me to find the one gem in the city or like the, the cool people in the city to talk to or the old lady that just needs a friend. Um, it's been fun to find those people. And I'd definitely say that's been my favorite part. So on your days off, do you get to like experience kind of the towns that you're in and, and do some of those things? Yeah, I, we have a lot of fun in our days off. We try to make the most of it. Like when I was in Colorado, we went whitewater rafting. I got to go to Jimmy Buffett concert, Harry Styles concert. It's awesome. Um, even when we were in Tulsa, we went to the center of the universe in a basketball game. And so we try to make the most of it doing this local city things. And also if there's any fun events, we try to attend those too, just because this is such a unique opportunity to be in all these places. Yeah. We might as well try. So do you sleep on the Wienermobile or do you get like hotel rooms? How does that work? Yeah, we're not a weenie bago. So a lot of people think the back part of the hot dog is bedding or just like a lodging area. It's actually just storage space. Okay. Sometimes we like to joke and say it's a hot tub, but just storage. So we do stay in hotels all across the country. Um, it's really nice. Craft time pays for that. And I get to get the hotel points. So nice. at the end of the year, I'll have a lot of free points. And so I might have to just go take another vacation after me. <laughs> what has surprised you about the... A job so far anything that's been like something you didn't expect or anything like that i would just have to say like how widespread the mobile is if that makes sense like whenever i got the position i was very excited about it but everyone knew what it was around me which is crazy and i was like you know it's about the mobile <laughs> like i had seen it when i was like six and i thought it was super cool um but that's just been the coolest part that's been the most surprising like even in albany minnesota small town people went nuts for it. So we have the power to make people smile every day. And that is something that continuously surprises me. And I have to acknowledge that I have the power with the vehicle that I'm in just to brighten people's days. They know what we are. They're excited, brings back memories. So it's very cool. That is awesome. What are your favorite uh, kind of Oscar Mayer puns? Like I loved your email sign off of Frank's a lot, but what are your favorite puns to use and say with kids or those that are coming up to the Wienermobile. Yeah, I love to tell people they're fantastic. That's true. Or wonderful. We love that we throw that around all the time. Um, Weenie Bago is a classic. We like to say Big Bun is looking barbecue today. <laughs> um, that, one's, that one's kind of funny. There are so many. Um, whenever we're at an event, it may be super sauerkrauted. So we try to, you know, limit that a little bit. Um, but (laughs) it's a lot of fun and of course catch up like we love to catch up with you we really relish the experience all the condiments you can make a fun out of for sure yeah that's that's a lot of fun what are your best like Wienermobile facts like I know that you said it's 85 years old what other um, interesting facts or things can you share about the Wienermobile yeah so it's 85 years old 1936 so older than many of the generations that we talk to which is fun because they're always like i'm old and we're like no 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 we know i older <laughs> um so 85 years old there are only six of them in the whole country or the whole world 
which is pretty incredible. So there's one in each region of the United States. And so the north, the east, the south, southeast, west, midwest, and central all have a unique Wienermobile with a fun different license plate. And so people are like, oh, I saw you guys. Like, did you check the license plate? It may not be us. Um, so that's always fun to see. If you ever see one, check the license plate. It'll tell you who it's lo- who you're looking at. Um, yeah, so the inside of the Wienermobile is just as fun as the outside of it. You can kind of see, I know listeners can't see, but you can kind of see we have fun blue skies inside the Wienermobile. It's always 75 and sunny in here, even on the coldest days. We have mustard on the floor. We like to tell people to watch their steps and slip in the mustard. All of the seats are ketchup and mustard themed. We have a fun bun box in the front and a bun roof. We like to sit up on top of parades with. Um, so it's just really fun to see. The inside is really cool. The outside is even cooler. Um, but we travel all over the country for about 49 weeks of the year. Okay. Do the different Wienermobiles look different? Like I've seen one that looked like it was on kind of a different kind of car. Yeah. So all the ones that are on the road right now are pretty similar. Okay. Uh, they're, the past versions, like the 1988 version was a little bit smaller. And that is also a misconception. People are like, oh, they've gotten smaller. And in fact, they've actually gotten a little bit bigger. Okay. Um, so they all look a little different. They've all been about the same since the 2000s. Pretty much all look the same. We are actually about to go unleash one of our 2021 models and take one of the old vehicles off the road which is exciting. Not much different, just the inside is a little more modern or revamped a little bit. New mustard on the floor, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then our whistles are um, almost 70 years old too. So there's a lot of different types of whistles. We had the Halloween week last week and then we gave out the Halloween whistles, the glow in the dark ones. People lost their minds. It was incredible. Um, But so it's really fun to see people collect that stuff all over all right, I'm gonna need to hunt one of these down so I can get one of these whistles. That sounds like a lot. Oh of- yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and I was wondering, like, how do we get Washtaw on the Wienermobile schedule? Like, we need to to make an alumni visit happen before you retire. I know. I definitely want to go while I'm still fresh meat and I don't expire in June. You know, <laughs> um, I will definitely talk to my bosses about it. But and and just kind of a PSA: anyone can always request the Wienermobile on AustinMeyer.com. It's always free to request, always free to visit. Um, Just a matter if it works in our schedule. But recruiting season will happen again in January. We do make a lot of college stops. And so I'm hoping we can make one at Washita and kind of make it a fun little thing for students. Yeah, we would love that. Do a little alumni event. And, you know, our our Sodexo friends are always willing to, you know, make awesome food food happen. So we do a lot of barbecue. Sodexo's the best. Yes. (laughs) Very fun. Um, I know that's such a unique opportunity to be on the Wienermobile for a year, but, um, and this may be a funny question, but how do you feel like Washtaw prepared you for your career working with kids and teaching, but also this unique kind of one-year mission uh, on the Wienermobile? Yeah, I thought about this question and I just remember Washtaw was such a relational campus. And so you could go up to anyone and talk to them and nobody would like shoo you away. And I feel like that is such a unique aspect of the school that really helped me in teaching, going up to parents and just having no fear with that. And the same thing, you know, on this job, I talked about a thousand different people a day. It's always different. And so I think that has really given me more confidence in myself and just being able to talk to anyone and everyone. 
And, you know, my classes, my professors helped me a lot with that too. They gave me a lot of confidence in myself to be able to do teaching well and do this job well. That's funny. Yeah, I know it's like, you probably never saw yourself in this kind of role, but it's such a, oh, no. <laughs> such a fun once in a lifetime thing. I mean, people dream of, you know, backpacking across Europe or traveling across the country and you get a really cool chance to do that. So that's awesome. Yes. Um, you know, we have this section on the podcast called Fast Fay Five, just kind of hear a little bit about your Washita experience. Um, what was your favorite thing to eat in the calf? It does not have to be a hot dog. I mean, you're on the clock technically, but um, maybe it was the hot dog pizza. Did you ever get to experience the leftover hot dog pizza at Washita? I did. It's definitely a unique treat in the calf. Yes. <laughs> yeah. What other kind of favorite foods did you have in the calf? Did you love uh, something in there? Well, you can't beat the Thanksgiving meal. You can't sure. beat that. So that was the first one. Also, those carnival cookies, I still have dreams about them. So <laughs> I, those have to be the top one for me. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, Thanksgiving meal. It's coming up. I can't wait. It's always the uh, I know. I'm jealous. The best. Um, do you have a favorite spot on campus, Campus, a favorite place of yours? Yeah, Cone Bottoms definitely has a lot of meaning for me. Um, I was an E- at my time at Washington. So of course we had Rush there, Bid Day, from Bottom to Special to the club itself. But also with Tiger Tunes, that was the place we all met, you know, and that was my very first place when I went on campus was from Bottoms to the admissions office. And so every time I think of Washington, the first image is from Bottoms. And so I would, I used to remember, I used to hammock out there freshman year, do my homework on the lawn. And so a lot of fun memories there. Yeah, I have the front corner office in Comb Bottoms, and it's like I told them they'll have to pull my dead body out of here because I love this office. Yeah. I see all the front <laughs> of the lawn, and it's like the most beautiful spot. So, definitely mm-hmm. love this building too. Almost a hundred years old in in a that's crazy 2023. So, seen a lot of life in a Comb Bottoms. So that's for sure. Um, did you have a favorite place in Arkadelphia or the area? Was there some place you loved to hang out, like on the weekends or when you were at school? Yes, I loved the Gray Lake whenever it was warm. Um, but for the most part, I really loved Big Cheese. And I know Big Cheese has changed name since I graduated. But they had the best $5 pizzas. The Froyo was incredible. My friends and I would just go hang out there, talk. And then, you know, of course, it was a good food. But that LP, I feel like all in the place I'm thinking of our food. But that's okay. I drive a hot dog. I, my mind's always on food. <laughs> Same. We get real excited when new restaurants come to town. You know, we have a Dairy yes. Queen now. Very excited about D. Oh, wow. Yeah, getting a Brahms. Like, big big things happening in the Delph. So, yeah. yeah, I do miss Big Cheese a lot, though. It's just nothing's the same. You know, Big Cheese was was the thing. It was elite. You can't beat it. It was elite. <laughs> exactly. Um, I know you were an E. Did you have a favorite tune show? Were you in a couple of shows during your time here? Yeah, I th- my favorite show was 2016 Toy Soldiers, and it got the justice it needed in 2020. So <laughs> all worked out there. <laughs> that was definitely my favorite show. Yes, that was an awesome show. But man, yeah, 2020 Rewind, that was awesome too. So God, it's justice. Yeah. God, it's justice. I love it so much. Um, any other favorite Washtenaw memories? Was there a favorite uh, memory of your time here? Yeah, I think of all the different outings I got to go on. Um, being a part of the social club, we had outings. And so one of my favorite ones was in Nashville with my friends. That was just a really good time. We were all together as a club. But then I got really close time with my friend Skylar and Jarrett and Josh. And 
We rode scooters for the first time. Yeah. So outings are so much fun. And I heard that Nashville was really fun. And, you know, Jarrett is just an awesome guy too. You know, we had so much fun working on tunes together. He's just hilarious. He's the best. We still, him and my friends gather, we have weekly FaceTimes together. It's fun just to catch up with their lives and they're doing so good. So I love them so much. That's fun. Um, now I know you're from Northwest Arkansas originally, right? Yes. Um, how did you hear about Washtaw? What made you choose Washtaw for school? Yeah, so before I ever toured Washtenaw, I toured a bunch of different state schools. I thought I wanted to go far away from home. Um, but every time I walked on campus, my junior high school, I was like, this is weird. Like, nobody's smiling. Nobody looks happy to be here. And that was the biggest thing for me. And so I can't even tell you how many I had toured. But when I got back home from all my touring, um, I told my friend about it. And she was like, you know, I'm going to Washtenaw. You should check it out. So it's a small campus. Our high school school is about 4,500 people. And I was like, okay, maybe smaller would be better. Um, and so as soon as I walked on campus, I know this sounds cliche, like people are smiling. People are smiling. People are happy to know me. They wanted to know my name. The professors like cared to know my name. And I was just a high school student, which was really impressive to me. And so that said a lot about the culture of the school. And I felt good. I felt at home there. And I also really loved running and I ran cross country and track in high school. And so I thought that could be definitely a path for me in the future where I did end up running cross country software year for senior year as well. And I don't think I could have done that at a bigger school, a bigger state school. Um, so that was a really good opportunity. And just hearing from other students there, they were telling me all their fun stories and the campus was residential. So people were always around, which is also important. Um, like even on the store, I've been to college campuses. It's been like a middle of a Tuesday and like nobody's around. And it's really odd to me. Mm -hmm. So I was like thinking of Washington. I'm like, everyone's always around. Like you always saw somebody. Um, so that really was inspiring to me. And I really am happy that I made that decision because I wouldn't trade it for the world. Awesome. Well, we're certainly proud of the work you've done in education and working with kids in tough situations and uh, just love this opportunity you have to bring, what is it, miles of smiles to so many people out there? Yeah, miles of smiles across the hot dog highways. You got it, John. You got it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So if this job ever doesn't work out, I'm just going to go apply to to be a hot dogger and do that for there you. you. <laughs> there um, you go. Is there anything else you'd like to say to your Washtaw family or friends out there listening today? To any of my alumni, I'm sure some of you don't know who I am, but you, we all have that connection, that Washtaw connection tiger for life and so i am so proud of all the work that i've seen on this podcast and the work that i've seen on social media so keep doing what you're doing my fellow tigers awesome hey thank you for your encouragement thanks for uh hopping on the podcast today i can't wait for people to hear your story of you know traveling all around the country so um yeah just really proud of you really excited that you're representing washtaw so well out there on the road and uh, yeah thanks again for joining us yeah, Frank's John. It's good to catch up with you. <laughs> <laughs> and Frank's to you too. <laughs> we'll talk soon. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Tiger for Life podcast. Be sure to rate and subscribe so you won't miss out on future episodes. Four